Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Talk Spicy. I'm Coach Gene Clemens. Thank you for joining me wherever you are joining me. Rate the show, comment, agree, disagree, but whatever you do, keep it spicy. Five-star ratings are appreciated. And if you're joining me on the YouTube channel, you know what to do. Like and subscribe. If you're joining me on Facebook, make sure that you are following the page. You're liking the page. We really do appreciate it as we continue to build this thing. It is a beautiful Monday. It is a Monday after the first week of the NCAA tournament. If you haven't already, make sure that you go on the CWN Sports. Check out my column on my gene therapy column on on my love for March Madness and why I think it's so great. What's made it what it is. Make sure that you check out that gene therapy podcast that will hopefully be up there um, later on this afternoon. And, and, and while I say that, by the way, um, understand that my love for the NCAA tournament is a love for basketball. And this, in my opinion, being the culminating thing of basketball. Like, I love the 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 NBA, you know, playoffs and the NBA finals. But the fact that it's not a one and done thing doesn't doesn't lend itself to being as dramatic as the tournament does. Because you don't really see a lot of upsets, it doesn't lend itself to being as dramatic as the NCAA tournament does. That's that's really one of the things that makes the tournament so special. And we saw it again this weekend. Shout out to St. Peter's, you know, for, for doing, you know, for, for going as, as far as they went. And pushing, you know, teams to the brink. Shout out to the ones that got it done and broke through. You know, the ones that were able to to shock the world, if you will. But with all that being said, I, I just have one real legitimate beef with, you know, the and, and it's not even with the tournament. It's really more with the with the teams. Like, where's the scoring? Because, I mean, I looked at the defense, and no offense, fam, y'all are not playing the same type of defense that they were playing back in the days. Like, we can talk all the cutesy stuff. It's so easy to get fouled in the NBA, I mean, in, the, in, in, in basketball now. Because they've taken away all of the cheats, all of the things that you used to be able to do in order to get by, like because they took those things away, it's really become, you know, borderline impossible to play really good defense, right? So why is it that the scoring is so horrible? Like, why is it that teams can't score? Why is it that teams can't seem to put the ball in the cup. Who should we blame? Because you know, if something's not right, we have to blame someone, correct? And and I think rightfully so. Someone should be blamed for these types of things. I put the I put the impetus on the coach. Right? You're getting the best of the best. 
And if you're getting the best of the best, then why is it that the best of the best can only put up 50-something points in a game? Right? If you're getting the best of the best, why is it that the best of the best can only put up 58 points, 62 points? So many, like, like, when you think about the game, you think about why some of these players who don't produce numbers in 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 college end up getting drafted so high. Because I know I do. I used to just be like, well, man, these these evaluators just don't really know what they're talking about. But now I think I have to take it. I have to take the the responsibility away from the from the evaluators because clearly they know something we don't know right clearly they understand that that player in that school was not being utilized to their full potential and they believe that if they get that that kid into their organization and they allow him to become a man they train him and then they actually allow him to play basketball the way basketball should be played then you're going to have a better result I watched Illinois struggle because they could not figure out how to get the ball inside to a big man effectively I watched them struggle to beat a team. Then I watched them lose because they could not get the ball inside to their big effectively. That's on coaching, right? I see teams with guards jacking up threes because they think they're Steph Curry, but they don't shoot the same percentages as Steph Curry shoots. So if you're not going to shoot at the percentage clip of a Steph Curry, if you're going to be a high volume shooter, then that's going that's on the coach. Hey man, you ain't feeling it. I need you to do something else with the ball. I don't know. Like maybe drive to the drive to the hole. What happened to the jump stop? And, and before before people, you know, jump on me and say, "Oh, this is like you, you you sound like the old man in the building." No, 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 no. I'm advocating for scoring, my guy. Scoring the ball, and scoring the ball can be done from anywhere. It doesn't only have to be done. From the three-point line. And it doesn't only have to be done in one way. What we have right now, at least what it seems like we have, is we have a failure to understand how to get buckets. Which is why the guys who do get buckets stand out so much. And a failure to understand how to get buckets is a failure on the coach. At the end of the day, it is our job as coaches to get the ball into the hands 
of the athletes. It is our job as coaches to get the ball into the hands of our best players. And not only to get them the ball, right? Not only to get them the ball, but to get them the ball and, and give them the understanding of what to do with the ball when the first move doesn't work. Understand how to get the ball when everybody knows you're going to get the ball. See, that's the trick, right? How do we, how do you score when everybody in the building knows that you're the one that's trying to score? That's the magic. That's the magic. And what we're getting in the NCAA tournament is a bunch of teams who are playing as if they don't have anybody on the court who just knows how to get buckets. That's what it, that's what it looks like. That's what it looks like, fam. Like, I would love to tell you that, man, this is just really good defense out here stopping but it's not. It's a it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a convergence of, of, a, of a few things. First, I think it's clear now. We have to go ahead and unify the game. Everybody needs to come down to a 24-second shot clock. We just don't get the pace up enough in college. But it's telling to me, right, that the shot clock was much, much, was, was much, what, 40, 40 seconds, 45 seconds, what it was back in the day. I don't remember, but it was much worse than it is now. And yet the pace of play in the NCAA tournament seems to be much slower. Or is it the ability to get buckets? Maybe the pace of play hasn't slowed, but maybe we just get way too many empty possessions because it's pass, 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 perimeter, 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 jack of three. You miss. We grab the rebound. We walk it up. Pass, 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 pick and roll, kick. By the way, did we all did we all of a sudden forget how to how to do a pick and roll? Did we forget that the pick actually has to be some type of contact? You can't slip the pick every single time. You can't slip the pick every single time. What we're seeing here, in my opinion, is coaches not doing the things necessary to get buckets. Now, again, this isn't this isn't pointed at the teams that are just have to find a way. Because if you're if you're a lower seed, if you're if you're a team trying to pull an upset. It don't matter how you get it done. It doesn't matter. Your job is just to get it done. No criticism here. But all of these teams with all of this supposed talent putting up 50-something points and 60-something points in a game, it's unacceptable, man. If you want to know why the game is... If you want to know why the game is taking a hit at the collegiate level that's why 
it's not it has nothing to do with one and dones. It has nothing to do with um kids leaving early. Because that's always happened. It just hasn't happened on the one one year as much. But we've been seeing it for for so long now. Shouldn't we be we shouldn't we have adapted to the game? And I don't care what they do at the lower level. Don't give me the excuse of, well, they're not doing this at the lower level. Man, I watch these youth, these youth games. I watch these travel ball games. And guess what? Guess what I see? I see people playing fast. I see buckets happening. So if buckets are happening at the youth level, if buckets are happening at the high school level, and as more um, states implement shot clocks, shout out because Georgia's bringing the shot clock next year. Like, as we see more shot clocks going to high school, there's less and less excuses for the coaches. What is the use of having all of those guys and, and all those men and women on your sideline, right? You've got all those men and women on your sideline and they are all there with suits on. I'm assuming they're coaches. Do they not know how to develop talent? Is there only one or two guys on your staff that understands how to develop talent? If you only have one or two guys that understand how to develop talent, then... What are we doing? What are we doing? Why would I have a coach on my team who can't help my team be better? If the only value you bring, if the only value you bring is that you know how to recruit, then you, then yes, you're valuable, but you probably don't need to be sitting on the sideline. Because that's not a coach. That's a recruiter. So I don't need my recruiters to be on the sideline with me. All of those guys that are on the sideline, all of those girls that are on those women, excuse me, that are on the sideline, that are there. What are you there for? What is the value that you're adding? These head coaches got two, three years, maybe four, before they're out of there. You really want to go out? With your team scoring 59 points a game or 61 points and 62 points a game? Tournament teams. Tournament teams. Teams with all of the athletic budget in the world. Out here scoring little to no points. Somebody make it make sense. And if you tell me defense, then you gotta have me, you gotta help me understand because I'm watching and I've seen real defense. Fam, that's not real defense. If you take a step by somebody, they just follow you and Olay with you. They try to poke you, they try to poke the ball from behind. That's not real defense. When they close out, they don't close out. Most of the times they don't try to take a charge. They go up and try to block every shot. But because 
everything these offensive guys do is a is a is a I'm gonna scoop layup. Nobody jump stops anymore. Nobody powers up through the arms anymore. I I don't have to blame the players. I don't have to blame the AAU coach or the travel ball coach because that's what y'all like to do. No. Blame the coach that's coaching them now. Because once they get to you in college, they're yours. And you have that year to get them to play the way you want them to play. And if they don't want to play that way, stop putting them on the court. Guess what? Guess what Villanova does? You know what? You know, you know the genius of Jay Wright and why he's probably the best coach in, in basketball right now? Because he gets his guys to play the way that he wants them to play. He doesn't get them to play the way they want to play. He's willing to wait. He's willing to redshirt a kid to get him to play the way that he wants them to play. He doesn't just rush the talent on the court. If you're not playing the way that he wants you to play, you're not going to play. What's the result? You know what they do. We got we got to see something better. For all of these top-level programs that have all this money and, and to produce this level of product, it, it's embarrassing. Why are you being paid a million plus, two million, three million dollars a year to, to, to only put up 62 points on a team whose budget doesn't even match your salary? And get that out of here. Clock is ticking on some of you guys. I don't I don't believe as a coach, I don't believe in bashing, but this is harsh criticism. This is criticism. And I understand it. When I am when I'm not getting it done, I have to I have to reevaluate. I have to self-assess. What can I do to be better? Some of these basketball coaches need to do the same thing. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Talk Spicy. I'm Coach Gene Clemens. Do this thing a few times a week. Rate the show, comment, agree, disagree, whatever you do. Keep it spicy. Five-star ratings are appreciated. If you're joining me on the YouTube channel and Facebook channel, you know what to do. Like, subscribe, all that jazz. Make sure, again, go check out that Gene Therapy pod at when it drops later on this afternoon. CWN Sports. Check out the column, CWN Sports. Zebra Stripes pod should be dropping tonight. Probably later on tonight, late night. The got two things coming for my YouTube people. Make sure you check it out. Savannah area, my top five. My top five basketball girls and boys will be dropping this evening. Look for it. 6 p.m. It will be dropping this evening. Make sure you check it out. Until then, ladies and gentlemen, y'all take it easy. Peace.